Last orders at the bar, please. Welcome to Tavern Tales. These are the adventures of The Rookies, a curated actual play of the tabletop role-playing game Masks, a new generation from Magpie Publishing. Previously on Tavern Tales, with the beast slain, the party has fled approaching choppers, leaving Salarian to face the general on his own. Come sit down and drink with the enemy, raise a glass and toast to the enemy, and I'm not gonna do this on my own. So come sit down and laugh with the enemy, raise a glass and sing to the enemy, and I'm not gonna do this on my own. So Can I attempt to engage this primordial gross beast? You destroy it utterly. Okay. Yes. That's what I would attempt to do. There is another tiny little creature inside of it. The size of a large house cat. I'm going to try to attempt to capture that. It does not move very well. So, or at all. It's like kind of like a inverted hydra or something. This is like the worst babushka doll ever. (laughs) I hate Russian. this. You're talking about Russian dolls where there's yes. like an internal little miniature death monster on the inside? Yeah, you think you got to the last one and then there's another one inside. But eventually you get to the little baby doll that doesn't open. Well, I hope this is that. Okay, well, I'm going to grab the cat-like tentacle monster and we drove out here, right? Okay, I'm going to say, George, go and get the Rubbermaid container in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hard to focus. And also that Rubbermaid container is full of food. Oh. It's getting hard to focus. Right. Wait, what? Why? why? Do we just, need- just just kill it? What if there's a smaller microscopic one that eventually grows be- inside of this? I don't, I don't get it. Okay, we need to shower off, I think. And I'm like scratching my arms. You can see yes. him kind of speed. George starts scratching his arms and yeah. he's not thinking about it, but he's using super speed. So it's getting pretty bad so his hands are kind of blurry because he's not thinking about it he's just like scratching uncontrollably adora is there a lake or a pool here yeah i mean we passed the river and there's a lake at the end xp runs to it i assume adora has pointed and you run for the river okay yeah i'm gonna do that too george is also doing that i'm gonna leave this thing this house cat in the gook and i'll come back to it sounds great you do not see solarian anywhere terry chase follows along yeah guys that was uh, i was really awesome there As the three of you, four of you, flee from this to run towards the river, we do see the river and it's the same embankment and whatnot. We pass exactly where Crystal and Lizzie were tied together as the three of you all like jump, four of you jump bodily into the river itself at a deeper spot with a big sploosh. But as you run from the scene, there is a tiny little slash of light in the air where the creature had been none of you see that but of course everyone who's reading the comic gets to see this slash that you have all overlooked in your desperate attempt to remove the acidic viscera from your forms does does it work do we get relief from immediate relief as you leap and plunge into the pool wake 
there's only four of us. Well, yeah. Where's Solarian? He disappeared when the creature exploded. Did Solarian explode? I don't think anything can kill him. He's probably visiting his son or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I missed something. Where is he? He has to be here. He wouldn't just leave us in a fight. What if the monster hadn't have exploded all its pus and guts? Yeah, but where where is he? And he's going to like lift up his head and like yell, Solarian! I mean, you did run quite a ways to get to this lay, this river, so your voice calls out, echoing into Let's, the woods, and a blue jay is startled from a tree and flies away. You have to get this stuff off of you first. It's just sort of like like when you're in chemistry class and you accidentally spill acid on your skin, you have to get yourself to wash it off before you can treat others. Why would you put acid on your skin? I know that that's dumb. <laughs> she said accidentally. Accidentally. Also, <laughs> we accidentally got covered in pus when you rescued me. So we have to get washed off I'm or already, you're going to melt. I'm already clean. Yeah, I think I think yeah. I got it off. My arms are really I even got behind my ears. Now we can go look for Solarian. I'm sure he's fine. He's too amazing to be in danger. George is going to rush back. So super speed there. Doesn't see him, I'm assuming. Is the house cat flesh monster still there? Yes. Okay. And he's going to like quickly check the building that was next to it. Meanwhile, the clarion klaxon of the alarm continues to blare from the doorway. The two of you had failed to. Uh... Is that the sort of klaxon? Just wondering. I just want to imagine it. You can imagine if I didn't want to hear that. <laughs> now I have to hear it again later. <laughs> I'm going to wake you up from now on. <laughs> George ran away. The two of you are in the pool in the river there washing yourselves off. Do you talk about anything or, or say anything to each other in that uh, in the river? First, can XP try and send a text message to Solarian? <laughs> yes. I'm going to text Solarian and just say, hey, Solarian, it's XP. You know, we were in the middle of a fight and you're not here. Let us know what's going on. So XPay sends that. But of course, XPay's phone is inside of XPay. So XPay just says that out loud. <laughs> and it, it translates into a text. Yeah, talk to and text. And then XPay's like, no, period. Per- backspace. Comma. <laughs> P- apostrophe. <laughs> There's an apostrophe. Just send. It's like, do you use an emoji? Yeah, I send a winky face. Right, because there was stuff in my eye. So I wanted to send, you know. That's cute. Are you winking at Slarian? Yeah, because there was stuff in my eye. And so I had one eye closed when I was writing the text message. That's how that works, right? It's your facial emotions? Yes. Oh, fantastic. So when I sent the eggplant to that girl in school, <laughs> that was good because that's what I was eating for lunch. Okay, so expand. an eggplant means something different than an eggplant. Why would you use an eggplant if it means something different than an eggplant? That's stupid. So how do I say this? Humans sometimes use things to represent other things in language and like symbols. Like how a cross sometimes means healing, not just a cross. Yeah, because you have crosses on hospitals, so that makes sense. So an eggplant <laughs> represents something common on... Sex assigned is male genitalia. Terry Chase says something like, I can't take any more of this and swims further down the river. And we move to George, who's run around the whole place. And he's going to come back to the river where they are. Okay. Guys, I can't find him anywhere. No, x trying to text. Oh, that's smart. Text Solarian and an eggplant emoji. 
I, I checked the buildings. I checked the car. I checked. I checked all the. Pl- He's not anywhere in the camp. I don't know where he could go. Sometimes, like when he was in a fight with his dad, he disappeared for a little while and then had his powers taken from him he operates like in a way i don't really understand all the time so maybe he's okay but i'm worried about him i'm worried about him too but what can we do if he's decided to disintegrate into stardust momentarily and then reform in like some later time period beyond our human understanding is that something he can do i don't know Dude, he's complicated. I'm going to ask him that when he comes back. First, I'm going to get mad at him, and then I'm going to ask him. That sounds fair. Did you disintegrate into Stardust? Yeah. You ever feel like you just can't like truly know a person sometimes? Yeah, apparently people have eggplants. It's so strange. <laughs> and then we see the characters exploring the area and uh, and seeing this silvery fissure of light in the air back where the explosion happened and you've placed the little smallest nesting doll monster in the Rubbermaid. Mm-hmm. There's a big pile of food because George did not take the food out in the car. He brought the Rubbermaid full of food <laughs> to the spot and then dumped the food out. You said bring the Rubbermaid. And yeah, and <laughs> the thing is put inside of it. it. It doesn't make any noises at all. Do you think Jeb would know what this tentacle house cat is? I can text him. Can you take a picture? Yes, I can. <laughs> and then X-Pay winks. <laughs> but accidentally sends a winky emoji instead. <laughs> Maybe at the same time, I'll also send Jeb a picture of this weird glowy sky. Because I don't think that's normal. And I don't think that was there before. Isn't that the sun? No, there's like a slit in the sky, mm. like a fissure. Oh, that's glowing. That's not normal. It's like yeah. someone cut the sky. And I just look at Terry. So it sounds like you want <laughs> to approach your creator with a problem. Yeah. Okay. Hello, Jeb. It's X-Pay here, period. <laughs> Certain it's a video call or something that only you can see. I'm talking to him in my brain. Sure. Hey, Jeb. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. So listen, we fought this weird tentacle beaky monster thing, and then there was a really big explosion, and then Solarian disappeared. And we have two questions for you. What is this creepy little monster thing that gets smaller every time we kill it? And do you know why the sky is cut? Howdy! (laughs) Oh, interesting. No, it literally came across to you as (gasps) howdy. Oh, no. Because it was a text message. Oh, I thought we were doing a video call. <laughs> yes, you're doing a voice to text or whatever. It just says howdy. Oh. Anyway, the conversation goes back and forth between you and Jeb, who is panicked initially and wants you to stay very far away from that and that there's likely nothing there, wherever you are in this place, that can fix that rend in the air that it is likely a portal to another dimension Mm. which you probably know nothing about Mm -hmm. nor has anyone in the group ever seen such a thing before because they're all 15 year olds who would have who could have possibly ever seen something like that before and that this creature is an infestation from that other plane that other existence that other world potentially it might not even be a different plane it might be just be a, a, a portal to another place that has these giant monsters it is his knowledge he's passing on to you he says that these fissures have started to appear with greater regularity and that their appearance is being fought by his organization by the perfect child so what do you want do you want a way to store the baby monster 
Do you want to know more about what the baby monster is or do you want to more, know more about the fissure? I want to know more about the fissure. Okay. It is uh, powerful elemental energies can take some some of these fissures, which are microns in size, and make them bigger. And if you're seeing one that's like six feet long, you hope that no other elemental energies are exerted anywhere near it, or it could create a visible rend mm. and allow for the transition of things between them. All right, pass that on to your colleagues. All right, I spoke with Deb, and we stay away from this little monster creature because it's super dangerous. There have been a bunch of fissures opening up all over. and What's a fissure? Basically, Jeb explained that it opens up to another dimension. Ugh. And that's where he thinks that these creatures are coming from. Oh, and if there is any more environmental imbalances near this fissure, it could get bigger. And well, obviously, we don't want that because the bigger it gets, the bigger these monsters could potentially be. So we should probably leave. Is what? solarian did is that like did he make it worse potentially because that was a pretty big blast but before we go we still need to find that item <laughs> what item i was like i forgot to know what item oh yeah we just know what we're supposed to find something weird was it not this thing this is like a thing the creature thing yeah i don't think so oh i mean what I just Jeff- feel weird, like, leaving this creature thing to roam about the wilderness at this camp. But do you think keeping it in a Rubbermaid in the back of the van is better? What if we kept it in the Rubbermaid and threw it in the river? But then it, but then it would just go downriver. We could bury it really, really deep. What if we threw it back through the fissure? Yeah, in the Rubbermaid. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> I like this okay. plan. That's a good yeah. plan. No, extra points, X-Pay. You're amazing. Oh, thanks, Adora. Are you going to throw it? I, I'm gonna throw it. We can throw it together. Let's throw it together. Yep. The fissure is less. It's it's just a little slit in the air. We just want to try to. Okay. Well, you throw the, the rubbermaid at the sliver, and it just passes through the sliver. Damn it! And ends up on the other side. Oh, I'm gonna bury the rubbermaid then. Yeah, let's bury it. Okay. And then we're gonna go look for the item. We don't know what the item is. Yeah. We're going to try to find whatever we were trying to find here in the first place that we none of us remember what it, we were looking for. A computer hard drive. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, I wrote down no idea what we're looking for. Jeb told you and you're looking for like a hard drive or some sort of technology. He said, go there. This location is important and you need to find something. But so you don't really know what it is. Can yeah, I assess fair. the situation for my memories of this place where likely a hard drive or a computer would exist? That is a proper assess the situation, but it's not necessarily from your memories as you guys well, spend I look the time around, to look around. Based yeah, on I've, what I know and like and then also looking around at the different buildings and where would a where would any technology exist in a camp? Yes. And because you have history here, I'll give you a plus one forward on that yeah. assessment situation. Do you know what question you want to ask? That's the better thing. How best can we end this quickly? I would love to see you roll to assess the situation, but there's no question here that really fits yeah. with what you're doing. So you go back and that door that you found that was locked. Yeah. Because you went in, you unlocked the one door, you went in, that door closed behind you, locking, and then you found another door. You I just didn't go through that one. Didn't get through that one, and that's the one that triggered the klaxon. So you go back to that door. So you now you're in a, uh, all of you, all four of you, five, or yeah, all four of you are in a little cabin, used to have like, has bunks and whatnot where kids would sleep. And uh, there's a bathroom and another door in this room, big cabin area, right? And that door is locked and 
Adora with a sharp shove of their shoulder because they weren't able to open it before, shatters the lock with a loud crunch, and it actually leads to a small three-by-three-foot platform with stairs descending to the right. This isn't suspicious at all. It's very suspicious, X-Pay. This is very suspicious. Well, I mean, this is like a government camp, right? So they have sketchy things, don't they? This is not what it looked like when I went here. Okay. Did you just talk to me and yourself at the same time? I thought you didn't understand sarcasm. I'm sorry. I'm learning. Good. Was that sarcasm? No. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Shall we proceed? I'm stressed, okay? Do I hold my hand? No, I just... hmm. Do you want me to go first? Guys, Solarian has a date with Alejandra. (laughs) Does that matter right now? I feel like we should unpack that after we find this item in the car ride back. Okay. I mean, if he's in the astral plane, I feel like he doesn't have to go. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty good excuse. He's basically ghosting, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's literally ghosting. And I just learned what that means. (laughs) Me too. High fives. All right. Adora goes first. As soon as you step onto that platform, a series of lights illuminate the stairs down. That's the noise that they made as they turned on. This is a comic book. It was so loud the person drew the... That was so cool. Proceed down the stairs. They open into a large-ish underground chamber covered with video screens and monitoring stations for cameras that are out in the camp itself. Many of them Mm. are offline. The whole thing powers up as you step down there. And many of the cameras, video screens and whatnot say offline. But a few of them show video of cameras that are still active in the circuit. One is visible to Adora's kitchen again. Very creepy. Is my mom there? There's no one there, but I will remind you because you might have forgotten. You did tear that out of the wall. So it was fixed. I know. I'm I'm going to be running away from home soon. So So you're making assumptions. There is another painting on the wall. This is that angle. Is it a different one? Yes. Going to just leave. I just hated the world. So like what's so fascinating about my kitchen that there's like two different spy cameras in my kitchen. I had to stop like walking to the shower in a towel because of the other one. How many paintings do you have in that kitchen? Sounds well decorated. There's two. (laughs) There's more. Oh, how many are there? Four. So is it safe to say by my calculations there are actually four cameras in your kitchen? Entirely possible. Hmm, That's concerning. And we don't know about like telephones. And, you know, electrical outlets and lights, all of those can have, like, spy camera things. You seem to have a stalker named Orgoth the I'm not that special. I don't know. Like, why aren't they stalking Solarian? Or you? Or you? I'm too new to be stalked. I don't have that many fans yet. Well, I don't know that I'm not being stalked, but maybe it's just because I don't have a home. And maybe people just aren't really aware of you because you came from another timeline. Time. Yeah. Space, place. Maybe someone was stalking you back in time and it never moved forward because you're still there. We'll deal with your cameras when we get home. We're going to just, or maybe we'll, maybe you should move. That's what I was just saying. Yeah. Talk to your mom. Why she don't doesn't we figure, move. Why don't we just unplug this one? Oh, I like you. You're so smart. <laughs> I try sometimes. 
x is going to try and find the wires to these and try and unconnect them. Done. And I pull them. <laughs> is there cameras in anybody else's like homes that we just don't recognize or... Yeah, that's a great question. You have a look around and you definitely see cameras to other locations. Yes, but nothing that I recognize. Yeah. yeah. And there's not very many of them. I'm just going to take a picture of the like the locations just mm. in case I ever see mm. them again. Mm. Smart. Mm. And then I've got them even if we un- we shut them all off. Yep, that's a good idea. Aaron, what was the character you played last time we were playing? Sean who is dating Lizzie? Yeah, Sean? Okay, yeah. thank you. One of the pictures that you can see yeah, that is looking in on a like a living room or whatever. Definitely seems to have a family picture in there, and you recognize because it's relevant to the story. A family photo, and Sean is in this family photo. And I say out loud, Sean. Who's Sean? Oh, I just knew Sean when I went to camp here. He also has powers. It makes sense. They're just monitoring us going forward. Does that make sense? Because that sounds a little weird to me. I know I'm new, but is that a thing here? I think for evil corporations, it's a thing. That's fair. Yeah. So should we disconnect all these after you take a picture of them? Yeah. And maybe we should find those, your old friends and tell them what's going on. Maybe they have more info too. Yeah. Maybe they're aware of this. That might be worse. (sighs) If these cameras are filming, do we think that there would be somewhere that it would capture that film and we can take that and we can see what else has been captured and how long these have been offline? Maybe that's the hard drive we're trying to find. Yeah, we've got to find the computer this is all going to maybe. Let's find it. I'm going to try to follow the wires that are connecting the camera or the screens back to their source. Okay. Your character knows very little about this sort of I'm stuff. Dumb. So you follow some cables and they go into a bigger machine, like a, a server bank. Not that you really know what that is, but it's a whole bunch of other devices now that all seem to be interconnected and you're left unsure. Do I just take this whole thing? Is this what we do? Mm. Maybe find the off switch? Yeah, is also no useful. big red no, button, I know. George. George, is, <laughs> George is being super helpful, like looking I'm at calling electronics. Tech support. <laughs> Can Xpay open the panel and scan and see if they can see what they need to pull out? Even Xpay is largely unsure. But Terry Chase is like, guys, it's right here. And he just pulls it out. <laughs> Mr. Tech. <laughs> so do we think this is it? I hope so. Terry? Terry Chase is like, it's the best we can do. All uh, right. Clacks and sounds continue, though. They're, no, they're muted in here because there's no siren in here. Mm. Is there anything else you'd like to do in this room? Is there anything else of interest, like random file f- cabinets or desk drawers, something else to like rummage through? Yes. Okay. I'm going to rummage through those. What are you looking things. for? I'm looking for any sort of hard copies of anything or notepads or anything that would sort of indicate a little bit more about what they're trying to keep track of other than just hard data, right? So mm. like- what here can I use to learn more about what they were doing? Here? Yes, exactly. Would Roll you like to me assist to- the situation? Yes, I will do that. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> wow. What did she get? She- snake eyes? Yeah. Oh, There's no coming back from snake eyes. No, I got a, I got a five because I am actually oh. quite good and superior, but. I yep. did roll snake eyes, you, so there's no way I can yeah, be good can't at get this. You, to seven. Yeah. you failed, so mark potential. I'm just going to say you got a paper cut on a <laughs> oh. notepad. <laughs> just something to inflict the terrible quality of your roll. Make sure to clean that. Don't let it get infected. There we go. <laughs> Solarian is still unconscious in the astral plane. Floating there. It's making it very easy for us to man- monitor Aaron, who's 
e-commuting today for our game. He salutes. <laughs> so you found the hard drive that you think Jeb would want. Failed at checking to see if there's any more information there. Claxons are still sounding. Is there anything else you want to do in this room? I just wish I could understand why they were trying to capture this information and like what is important about these kids in particular. I'm sure as we investigate the situation more, we'll find those answers. Yeah, maybe Jeb can help us when he gets the hard drive. He can maybe yeah. figure it maybe out. Maybe you should ask your mom. I tried. She was less than helpful. Mm. <sighs> well, I think we got what we needed and we can go back to the car and I want to hear more about what you've got to say, Adora. Alejandra is going on a date with Solarian and it's horrible. And as we start to climb the stairs... And I just start to like unload on all of Adora's emotions, which <laughs> involve a lot of teenage angst and You don't currently have any conditions marked, right? No. All right. Um, you do. Yes. I'm is, angry. Have you been? No. And I, but I was just going to suggest something. Oh, I do too. You're angry too? Or yeah, you're... I'm also angry. Oh. I marked that after <laughs> so the monster. You guys don't right. care about my problem. No. <laughs> it's fine. Don't. Please, please continue to not care about my problems in a dramatic way that makes me feel ashamed. Adora, I said when we got to the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have an idea that I think if you don't like it, I might just do it anyways. This camp, you hated it, right? Yeah. Why don't we like burn it to the ground like you wanted to at the beginning? Okay. <laughs> right, you're going up the stairs <laughs> talking about how you're going to clear your condition by destroying something. You can all hear helicopter blades. Oh, right, because stupid the alarms. <laughs> Goddamn alarms work to alarm people. <laughs> step out and you can see in the distance one of those big double-bladed helicopters the military Ooh. use. It's mm. actually a 1961 CH-47 Chinook. It's a very specific helicopter. Which, I definitely know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Which George does know oh. what that is. I'm very general yeah. of you. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm extra angry. I'm a bitch. <laughs> the four of you are standing there outside this thing and you watch this helicopter. It's still in the distance, but it is approaching your location. I think we should go now. I think so too. Let's get to the car. You head for the car. Sure. The four of you run away. Yeah. Yep. Okay. You get in the car. The helicopter is... Still 10 minutes away or so. Boy. Drive casual. <laughs> Step on it. Okay. Excellent. Four of you drive away. Oh, we forgot to bury the monster thing. It's in a Tupperware container. <laughs> the Rubbermaid container. And we left the snacks behind. The snacks are gone. <laughs> Rubbermaid container is in the back of the vehicle. Oh. It is? Yeah, why not? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I also really hope Solarian doesn't reappear in that spot because that sucked for him. Yeah. So we just abandoned Aaron's here. of him. We're terrible heroes. Yep, you are. That's fine. <laughs> Driving away in the blue turbocharged van, drives away. The helicopter approaches in the comic book and lands right on that hill in the big expanse where all the dead viscera is and the exploded thing. There's a space for it to land. Normally, this is where the archery range happens. Of course, that's been long since discontinued. And the helicopter blades slow to a stop. The door goes opens and the general steps out of course he does and this is all relevant because as the general walks up towards the silver fissure he has some sort of device in his hand and he presses a button and salarian goes 
Oh no! Appears. What? <laughs> and the general goes with two fingers like this, but up, and then points at Solarian, and a group of government men, like army dudes, step out of the the vehicle with a stretcher, go over, put Solarian on the stretcher, and take him back into the helicopter. No, I feel like an asshole now. Now I'm triple angry. Maybe he's just taking him to heal him. Yeah, because we know he's such a great guy. I think he's misunderstood. I also (laughs) think he's misunderstood. Who's your rival now? It's George. George is your rival now. Okay. When did that happen? It happened. Yeah, and I even said, this is causing me to be, George is now my rival. So, four of you driving away, the helicopter gets up, flies away, the two of you are very angry, and uh, Solarian, you wake up in a whitewashed room on a metal-type bed, and there's a monitor in the room, some wires are connected to your chest, your temple, and your forearm, and there's a beeping machine next to you. The room is otherwise devoid of anything except a door. Well, this is different. The door opens and a woman enters wearing a medical lab coat. She looks like she could easily pass as a teacher at your high school, sort of age, right? A younger teacher, sort of looking authority person. And she says, you're awake. And I do not know where I am. So don't bother asking me that question. Straight to it. <laughs> what do you remember last? Uh, that depends on who's asking. But it, it's me. I remember exploding and then returning to my home plane. And then everything became very white and connected. Get these damn... And he he starts ripping off these leads that are on him. Oh, oh, I can help with that. You, we, we're just monitoring. And now I'm here. Yes. She like idly pulls it like a piece of the you know the rubbery stuff that got left on one of the leads and tugs that off of you you're still wearing your same apparel and clothes that you were wearing before where am i you're at the facility i'm going to need you to be a little more vague than that which facility <laughs> oh it's called the facility mm-hmm. now that you're awake if you'd like to and you do not seem to be the worst for the wear if you could just accompany me i will take you to my manager or i have a better idea while I appreciate you nursing me back to health. Oh, yes, of course. I'm told that your friends just left you. And it has been quite some time. How long has it been? I was not there for your retrieval. He reluctantly goes along with her. He just kind of sighs and shrugs his shoulders and he goes sure. along. You step out into a hallway. It looks like a hospital hallway, right? There's like a unit clerk desk over there. Somebody's sitting at it. Except there are the trappings of the military about this place. So like an armed guy off in one corner, the sounds of heavy boots on hallway floors down the way. She turns to the right, walks down a, a corridor. You get in an elevator. You go up a couple of floors. Could be more than a couple of floors, depending on how fast this elevator actually is. Door opens and there is a flood of natural light. You walk into like um, a nice office building reception area and she takes you to a big boardroom that actually is downtown Halcyon City, looking out upon the river and the beautiful buildings and whatnot in the downtown area and you can see this beautiful pastoral setting and then sitting with his back to this beautiful vista is the general he gets up as you approach so it's you again solarian why am i here we 
pulled you back from the edge there. The edge of what? Right. So the rest of the group ran away and left you there. (laughs) Never going to live this down. And you were close enough to the portal that residual energies that you give off would have continued to empower the portal, which is probably what they wanted. And I pulled you back from that and brought you here. This episode of Tavern Tales, a curated masks, a new generation game set in the superhero teenage world of Halcyon City. Our intro and outro music is the song Tavern Tales by the Bad Billy Band. You can find out more about the Bad Billy Band on iTunes or at www.badbillyband.com or follow them on Twitter at Bad Billy Band. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or find us on Twitter at Tavern underscore Tales. We'll be back next week with more of the adventure.